Welcome to the Go Big Redcast, the Husker Fan Sports Show. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast. This is our Redcast edition. I'm Redcast Rob, and I'm here with our very special guest from CD East High School in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. 2023 recruit, six foot five, 280 pounds, four seven in the 40, and uh, psyched to be coming to Nebraska. Vincent Carroll Jackson, how are you today, sir? I'm doing good. How are you today, Rob? Oh, man, I am fantastic. I really appreciate you coming on the show today. It's uh, I'm really looking, especially with this new coaching staff, to get a good insight on what your recruiting journey looked like coming to Nebraska. Was I mean, considering that basically, um, you know, you signed on signing day and, um, I mean, you had barely even received the, the, um, offer at that point. And, um, I just kind of want to talk with you a little bit about how that process went for you. I want to talk with you about high school. I mean, you only played one year, um, you know, and how you got to that point, because, um, I know that maybe back in like seventh grade or so eighth grade, they had approached you about playing and you just basically said, no, um, you know, you have some pretty interesting hobbies, um, you are on record saying nice things about the state of Nebraska and the city of Lincoln. You've already made some friends with your fellow recruits. Um, you know, there are so many things about you that I find so interesting. So why don't we just go ahead and get right to it? How do you, how do you think about that? I'm ready. Let's dive in. Oh, all right, man. So, all right, you're in what seventh or eighth grade. And you were approached, I think, by some of the coaches at the high school, right? To and they wanted you to come play freshman football. Is that right? And mm. uh, and and you didn't do it. So maybe you can talk about why you didn't play football back then, what you did all those years, and then you know why it is you ended up playing um, this year. So I was actually at a different school for my uh, seventh and eighth grade year. Um, I had tried my hand at freshman football after Little Leagues, um, and I was in seventh grade, and the coaches there basically told me I would never get any playing time until I'm a ninth grader because they want all the ninth graders to always start and have the playing time because they're um, they're about to go up to um, varsity and JV. So that kind of just threw me off to the point where I no longer wanted to play football anymore. So I just started working. Um, got my first job at 14. I was working at a place called Hershey Park. It's a pretty popular area. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working five days a week, eight hour, eight seven eight hour shifts every day for five days every week. So I had kind of just gotten used to just working like that, just okay. working period in general. Plus, it's also I'm I come from a pretty big family, so it's like a, everybody does their part kind of situation. So. Working wasn't really too much for me. Um, the hard work was something I enjoyed, honestly. It was a way to take my mind off of everything. Okay. And so fast forward, it's spring of last year, your junior year, right? And, I mean, what happened? Like, I, 
I saw something that said that the coaches approached you, wanted you to at least just come out and see how you felt about it and what happened from there. Right, right. So um, I was in Coach Dean's strength and conditioning class, and okay. we were working out together pretty much every day. Um, I went to a little bit of the um, of the winter of the winter workouts, but I wasn't really fully committed to football. I was still working about five, six, seven days out of the week. Um, so around springtime, he basically said to me, well, a little bit before springtime, he basically said to me, if I came out and poured a hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent of my effort into football, he couldn't promise, but he would guarantee he could do everything in his power to try and get me to play at the next level. And I'm just like, you know, we're both like, what do I, ha- what do I really have to lose? Um, it's my senior year. If nothing else. I can just say I did it to did. So uh, we kind of made a promise to each other right then and there. And I came out for spring ball, showed out a bit um, during our comp- our spring fling competition. It was about like eight other schools there, and we were just working a lot during the off season. I was getting a, I was getting solo training in a lot, and I was just working on my craft. And they were helping me. And the season came around, and it all paid off. Yeah. Uh, um, so fast forward, then, you know, the season starts and you're around in week four and colleges start showing out for you. Right. I mean, what, Minnesota was there. A few other schools were there and, you know, the offers started coming in. Like, what, what did that feel like? Because you had six power five offers. I mean, throughout the season, if I'm counting that right, or at least through the points where you committed with Nebraska and some of those schools are no joke. I mean, there's like Florida, Georgia, Rutgers, um, you know, Syracuse is on there. Uh, Pittsburgh was on there. I mean, obviously Pittsburgh for you, that that's kind of an honor because they're, they're local, right? I mean, for you, that's in state offer. Um, you know, how, how did that, how did that like make you make you feel not to sound too much like a psychologist or anything, but how did that make you feel like all of a sudden you're, four, five, six games into a season, and all of a sudden you're starting to get offers from these big schools. Like, did it kind of make it everything seem a little bit more real at that point? I mean, I was definitely overwhelmed in a good way at first, and I was definitely appreciative of it. But a part of me also thought I didn't deserve it because um, I felt like I had improved proved myself yet. Um. Still, I still don't feel that feel completely 100% like I do. Uh, I still think I got a lot to prove, which obviously I do. But um, I think when I got those offers, especially when I started getting the Power Five offers, it was really an eye opener for me. I, it was really like, wow, I'm really, I'm really about to do this. I'm really about to take the next step and play where most kids only dream of playing at. Yeah, it's a. I mean, you know. People talk about small percentage of people that end up playing in the NFL, but if you take the overall amount of kids that play high school football and then the number of kids that end up even getting onto a power five roster, you know, I mean, the percentages really drop a lot there. And one of the things about you watching your tape that I noticed, um, well, first of all, you played offensive line, you were a left tackle, correct? Yes. And then, and you're six five, two eighty, 280. So, 
I don't care who's lining up on the other side on defense against you. That that's a scary thing right there. But you're also you were also playing interior line, right? And you've been offered, you were offered scholarships for both offense and defense, right? So mm-hmm. for you, I guess what are some of your favorite things about each side of the line and which side do you feel you're better at? And I guess, and then I have a follow-up question once you answer that. So we'll go from there. Okay. Um, so I would say as a left tackle, I really enjoyed run blocking because I was able to um, pancake people a lot. And it was just, <laughs> it was a funny thing because they were getting mad. They were really getting real mad but it was really nothing you could do because I'm just going to keep doing it. Like, I remember this one play. Um, it was in our game against, I think, Chambersburg, a team called Chambersburg, and the ball lined up in front of me. And we said, go. It was a run play. And I just drove him back about 15, 20 yards. I drove him into the referee. And then uh, we scored on that play, too. And then they uh, they blew the whistle. I stopped, and he started swinging on me. Me and the both, me and the referee both just looked at each other and started laughing because it was like, because he was really mad about it. Like me and the ref literally looked at each other and just started laughing about it because we were like, "Are you serious, dude? Like for real?" Did that? Is that when? Is that like the first time anybody ever made a blindside reference to you? That's because you know, I, I watching your tape, I kind of had some very like funny like when they showed like real live footage of him, you know, playing in high school during that movie. Um, you know, that scene where he pushes the kid so far back during the play and throws him over the fence, you know, um, I imagine that that that's probably what that play probably felt like for you <laughs> at that point. Um, I get that reference a lot, honestly. Um, it's kind of funny. I don't really see it. I mean, a Dude, lot of you're people... six, you're six, five, 280 pounds and you're 18 years old. I, I, I'm not quite sure how much more of a, a comparison I can make there. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I don't really I don't really see I'm not I don't really do that kind of stuff because I'm 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 really a shy person like I really I the attention the attention that I get is it, it it just it just be making me feel funny because I just be like mm, sometimes I just be like why? like why no I I hear you because okay so so okay before we get to the defense part and and you know, you and I have talked back and forth quite a bit, so I'll ask you this, but I, I already know the answer. Um, you're kind of, you're kind of a nerd, not in a bad way, but like you mm-hmm. like to read a lot, right? Like like yeah. you read pretty much everything, like you everything from fiction to nonfiction. You enjoy historical biographies and and comic books and everything. I mean, with that, we have a lot in common. Um, so tell me about that. I mean, so you're not playing sports, you're working a lot and you're reading, right? And like one of your proudest accomplishments is what you, you told me about this, but. Um, so I actually hold the record in my uh, CD East middle back when I was in sixth grade for the most books read and checked out by any student. Uh, it's over 200. Probably won't ever get broken again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's and you read all of them too, right? You didn't just oh, one hundred. No, I definitely read all of them. I used to read like six books a time. Yeah, and you were telling me, uh, you were telling me too. I mean, and and you're not joking around. I mean, you're not reading like Doctor Who. Like you, you just finished like George R. R. Martin's uh, Game of Thrones series recently, right? Like, is that? Yeah. Like, hold on. Let me let me let me see. Can I, look. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you move. You move so, that camera. Look, it's fine. look. These are those are all my stacks of books right now. Okay. I got this one. 
This is an 800 page book. This is 600 pages. I got all of these right here. They're about a thousand pages each. Okay. So I re- yeah. So you're not just in this for the football, man. You're in this for the education too, right? Oh, one hundred percent. What are you What are you going to major in when you get there? Um, business, business, and um, entrepreneurship. Okay, good for you. Good for you. That's going to be. That's going to take you far in life, man. The, um, so okay, so we got that out of the way. I just I I felt like we had to talk about that because I I think that that's super cool that um you know you're just kind of like football for you is like. You know, you're, you're, you're allowing the journey to kind of guide you as opposed to, and, you know, and, and eventually one day it's all going to click and you're probably going to guide your journey, but you know, you also play D line and a lot of the highlights on your film are D line highlights, right? There's, there's a lot. Yeah. More. That was and, my coach's fault. Cause I had a lot, I had a lot of offensive pancakes that he didn't put on there as well. So I feel like the defense overshadowed the offense a bit. Okay. Which is interesting though. Right. So you got an offer from Syracuse to play the offensive line. Mm-hmm. The next day, you got an offer from Nebraska to play the defensive line. Right. And then, so, so yeah. So Syracuse, tell me about that. It was a Syracuse offer, and then Pitt actually came in that same day. They came into school to see me um, around the evening time, and I got an offer for them as an athlete. And then the next day early in the morning, I got the Nebraska offer. Okay. And you would, so, and there's a funny story behind the Nebraska offer too, because I asked you too, I said, I'm going to ask you about coach white and how you followed him, but you didn't follow coach white from Syracuse to Nebraska. (laughs) No, I had actually never met coach white while I, when I went, I didn't, I never met coach white before um, I took the trips to Nebraska. My first time meeting coach white, was on a on the plane heading to nebraska for my official visit we just happened to run into each other okay okay and so so tell me about that so you were at at syracuse like the defensive line coach and the they they, you knew them you had met them but you weren't going to be a defensive player there right they wanted you as an o-lineman right yes okay and so coming over to Nebraska and being a defensive guy, so you, you've spent some time talking, you, you and Coach Knighton talk a lot, right, and about scheme and all that. And, mm-hmm. um, can I ask you, have they talked to you at all about how you're going to fit into this? You know, they're calling it a three three five. I hate I hate that because it, it sounds so new and whatever, but it's like, you know, they're going to be running everything out of this, right, like and, right. and all kinds of stuff. So have they talked to you a little bit about what your role with that could be, will be, might be? Yeah, so right now it because because um it'll be a it'll be a three man front. We're just gonna see like when I get up there which one would suit me best. Would it be playing the five playing the five, six and seven technique or would it be playing the uh the the nose the, or or the one or the one uh or, or the one or two eye technique. So Okay. okay. And and so what, what do you think? Like, so we just had a question up there from Brandon Jorgensen, one of somebody who's listening right now. And he wanted to know like what you think your strengths are in those areas. And, um, you know, how have you been successful on the D line? Like for you, when you line up on the D line, you know, it's a little bit more free than the offensive line, right? With the offensive line sticking to your assignments, all of a sudden with the D line, it's like just run over people and tackle the quarterback or the ball carrier. Right. I mean, isn't that, isn't that as easy as that? Is that, is that how you feel about it or. 
you know what? It's a bit, it's a bit more complicated than that. A lot of people, a lot of people think that because of the way we clash our bodies with the offensive lineman, but it's that we we actually have. Okay, so each defensive uh, lineman has a gap responsibility, and we also we also can't get upfield. Like we can't, fo- we gotta follow the play, not not the um, the player. So basically, we gotta have our hands either on the opposed the, the offensive lineman's hip or hands to their outside shoulder right here, so that we can have control over where we want to move them if we want to turn it into a bull rush if we want to turn it into a pass rush if we want to just throw them to the side and things like that but um i would say my strengths for a defensive line is my get off um i've been quoted on that very very a lot because what's your what's your 40 speed again we talked about this tommy what's your 40 uh, speed? a four seven four seven you're six five 280 pounds with a four seven four seven forty i can move a bit can we be friends <laughs> I need more friends like you. Uh, <laughs> no, but so here's what impresses me, man. I So like like I said, and, and to our audience that are listening, um, Vincent and I have talked before the show, and we, we went through a lot of these things. And um, this young man is very, very impressive. Um, I, I will tell you all right now that um, I've done a few of these interviews, and he is by far – the most intelligent kid that I've talked to. And I have talked to, you know, Kevin Williams and I've talked to Jojo Doman, but, and the reason I say that is because you've been playing football for about a year and your understanding of the different techniques and, you know, the different types of, you know, gaps and how to, you know, where, where you're going to be after only being at a high school level for a year to me is probably one of the more impressive things that, that I've heard, right? Like you, you sound like, hundred percent a football guy and yet when you talk about yourself you're still you're like well i'm still really early in the process and still trying to figure this out you know so um i just want to put that out there for you that like i see you doing some pretty great things just just by the way that you've been talking about this you know um and i can we talk a little bit more too about like how on commitment day you decided to go with Nebraska. What made you decide to go with Nebraska and what do you love about the state of Nebraska? So, uh, so what really made me decide for Nebraska is how well I connected with the coaches, because when I was up at Syracuse, don't get me wrong. Syracuse is a beautiful place. You know, upstate New York is very beautiful. Um, the atmosphere is very nice, but when I was up there, the only coach I really had a connection to was Coach Acuff, and he was the defensive line coach, so he wouldn't have been my coach. And I, I, I had expressed that to Coach Acuff as well um, after my decision, after I made my decision, my final decision, and he understood. But it was like when I got to Nebraska, I just had an instant connection with my defensive line coach, my defensive coordinator, the head coach, even the offensive coaches as well. Because it's like it was a lot of guys with similar backgrounds to to um, from me, so it was like I, I felt like I could, if I had a problem that I was dealing with, I could just come to them and not have to hold my tongue or speak a certain way, because they would understand where I'm coming from and they would get all of that, like all of what I'm going through and things like that. Excuse me. No, um, you're fine. Um, so and so. Y- you told me something too, so I want you to tell this too. Who offered you first, and who offered you second, 
at okay. Nebraska, right? And and I and people are probably gonna wonder what does he mean first and second, but right, you received two offers okay. to Nebraska. Yeah, I did, I did. Okay, so the first, my first offer from Nebraska came from um, one of our recruiting, our recruit, our recruiting persons. It was Coach Wallace, Coach Mike Wallace. Um, when I had got the Nebraska offer, truth be told, I didn't think much of it, honestly, because I was I was pretty tired of getting offers at that point. Honestly, it was one of the reasons why I closed my recruiting, recruit my recruiting because I was tired of the, tired of that. Um, but about like two weeks later, uh, after I took my official visit to Syracuse, Coach Rule he had finally just gotten to office up there in Nebraska, and he called me again. And he was just like, oh, man, I love your film. I love everything about it. I love how raw and athletic you are. Uh, I could really see you being something for us. And he was like, I want to offer you. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? He was like, yeah, I want to I give you an offer. I'm like, you know, I already got an offer from your school, right? He's like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that. I just got up here. But that's how, <laughs> that's how crazy it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I just got an offer. Um. I was like, I already got an offer for you. And even then, after Coach Rule offered me, you know, it's the head coach and all of that. But I was still like, I really don't care too much for the offer. And, but it wasn't until the next day, literally the next day after he offered me, he flew down. He flew down to Pennsylvania. I was his first stop. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people, he posted a load because he always be posting them cryptic messages. Yeah, the, the posted, emojis. Yeah. Yeah. He posted one of the, uh, he posted a picture of Dolphin County. And a lot of people was like, uh, who's he going to go see? Blase, blase, blase. So he I, I, I'll see. be honest. I was Googling like top recruits in Dolphin <laughs> County. Like I, I was, I was trying to figure out like, who's he going to see? So. Yeah. No, he had, he had stopped by to see me in the morning and we were just talking and things like that. And he was like, man, I got it. Cause I was originally planning on going to Colorado that weekend for an official visit. But he was like, he was like, man, I got to get you up there for, for, for a visit to Nebraska. Even if it's just for an, a day, an hour, two hours, I got to get you up there just so you can see what it's all about. So I was like, you know, why not? I don't see no harm in it. Uh, you flew all this way. You know, you're a head coach and you flew all this way out here to see me. I don't see no harm in me going out there. So I had just, the next day, I just, it was about, it was Thursday. The next day, I called him. So I had got the offer Monday. Coach, I mean, I had got the offer Tuesday. Coach Rule came to see me Wednesday. And I called him Thursday night and I said, set it up. Let's do it. Let's do the full trip. And Friday morning, I was on a plane flying to Nebraska. Okay. And so tell me about that. What was your visit like? Uh, actually, I really love, like, I can't, I, I tell people all the time when they ask me how it was, I was like, I really did love Nebraska. Like, Link, I love Lincoln. I love, I love being there. Like, the, the, the environment and the atmosphere was just surreal because it was so peaceful. Yeah, it was so beautiful. Like, it's so different from where I'm from. And then because it's, it's a football state, like, it's Nebraska football. You know, that's what it's all about there. The community is just so loving and welcoming to football players or even recruits like that. Um, so it really just made me fall in love with, with with the state of Nebraska because of how beautiful and how welcoming the community was. Like, I really enjoyed my time there. Well, you're winning the hearts of Nebraskans one word at a time right here because I, I can just tell you, I uh, – you know, I so I never have lived in Nebraska myself. Um, you know, I grew up in Northern California. My grandfather is from Gothenburg, Nebraska, which is 
few hours west of Lincoln. Um, and I just grew up, you know, watching Husker games with my family at, at that point, and then moved out to Denver and met one of the other hosts on the Redcast. Um, and they invited me to start hanging out, and I, I really started getting into my Husker fandom probably like 12, 13 years ago. Um, and, you know, I made a few trips out to Lincoln and I have to agree with you hundred percent, you know, that a lot of people say, well, there's nothing between, cause I live in Colorado now and there's not, a lot of people say there's nothing between Colorado and, and Lincoln. And that's just a lie. It's, it's just a beautiful drive. There's a lot to see. If you, if you just want to see, you know, the heart of America, you know, drive through Nebraska from, from the Western side to the Eastern side and, and you'll see it. And it's, it's absolutely right. beautiful, right? you know, and I grew up in the Bay area, which is basically just like one giant city that goes from one town to the next, to the next, mm-hmm. to the next. And, um, you know, it's, it's a very, like you said, it's very peaceful, you know, and, and I do love that. So I guess, you know, what, is, what is your relationship so far with coach Knighton? You know, I mean, do you guys talk every day? Do you talk frequently? How's that going? Um, we talk pretty frequently. Um, I really, I really enjoy Coach Knight. Uh, I definitely, he's, he's, he's like me. He's, he's new to everything. He's new to the coaching game. And he has a lot of doubts uh, surrounding him because of how new he is. And because he's a, he's a former NFL player. But it's like, I just, I, I can see. I can see how he's going to shape and change us for the defensive line because he played the position and he didn't. And not only played the position and at the highest level, he was very successful at it. Like yeah. he was very successful at it. So he knows what he's talking about, and he had he was he was uh, he had coaching experience because he's up there at um, Carolina, you know, coaching professionals. Yeah, you know, the best of the best in the at, at the highest stage. So he obviously has that experience, and I can see that. So I, 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 what I like about Coach Knighton is how much doubt he has on him because it's like he's re- he's eager to prove it all wrong, and I, that's kind of like me. I'm eager to prove everybody to everybody as well because I I want people to know Husker football is back. Honestly, it's not just it's not just a thing I'm saying just to say. Like I truly hold, believe it. Hold that thought. Hold that thought because um, now I think it's good. We've been doing this for almost a half an hour, and I want to. Um, do some things we call tweets of the week. Right. Yeah. And uh, we, you and I have kind of talked about this here a little bit and, you know, let's see here. So this is your day committing and, and tell me about this picture. Like, and, and you saw it, like, you know, what, what, uh, how did you feel about this? You, you love this picture, don't you? Right. So this was actually a second day picture. I I took pictures uh, the day before, but um, I didn't have my mother with me. She flew out a day later. So, we had redid a photo shoot just for her, just so she could have that experience. But I, I really like the way that picture came out. It just looks, it, it looks really tough. I'm not, I'm yeah, not you look, you look tough. mean, man. You look mean. Also, in 55, do you wear 55 for a reason? Is there a favorite player or whatnot? Because that's what you wore in high school, right? It was 55. <laughs> yes. There is, there is a reason behind it. Um, it's a bit of an emotional one. Do you, will you talk about it or would you? Yeah, not? yeah. Oh, okay. No, no. Um, so 55 represents five plus five is 10. Um, 10 times is the number 10 is in the number of times that my dad lied to me. Okay. All right. And that, I mean, is that a, 
Man, that's <laughs> now you're going to get me going too. So oh, I mean, no. is that, that's and so that's a big motivator. I know I know that you told me you live with your mom and your stepdad. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's uh, you know, do you do you still have a relationship with him? I mean, if you don't want to talk about this, you you know, just tell me to shut uh, up. But. No, I I I don't have a relationship with him. Um, it's been 19 years, okay. and uh, he just doesn't care about me. He didn't care about me the way. My father was supposed to. Um, he chose something dangerous over raising me, and you know I can I can forgive him because I'm old enough to forgive. I'm old enough to understand how to forgive someone. Yeah, I just I can just never forget because I can never forget what he told me. I can never forget his actions towards me. So it's like after 19 years, there's nothing left that I would need from him. I already have a stepfather. Oh man, who's thank teaching you. me a lot of things. Well, thank you for sharing that. I, you know, I, I wasn't really planning on going there, but that's, you know, every, you know what, are they going to let you wear 55 at Nebraska? Have you talked about that mm, yet? They yep. are. Okay. That number is reserved for me. Y'all okay. go see that number. Good. Because so y'all, um, y'all might as well get y'all, get y'all. Every, y'all every time I see it though, now I'm, I'm going to think about this story yeah. and I'm going to think about your motivation and that's now you're just going to get me fired up even more. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's move on to the next one. So the All next right. one, here's the picture. Is this when did you take this picture? Um, that was the same day I took that the previous picture. Okay. Um, they wanted to uh, just take a no, picture. Back they wanted to just take a picture with me um, to get one in and for the books, you know, because it looks good. Yeah, it, it does. It does, you know. And plus, it show it show it shows unity. Like that's the head coach right there. And that's my defensive line coach. Yeah. Yeah, and what's crazy is is look at how much bigger you are than both of those guys, and they both played in the NFL. So, I mean, those aren't small men; those are not small people, right? Oh uh, no, they're right definitely now. not small. Okay, yeah, because I, I I just want to point that out for you because uh, they are not small people, and you are probably a good four or five inches taller than both of them. So that's, uh, I don't know. Well, maybe with the helmet on. Maybe it's the helmet that's doing it for him. But yeah, man. Um, yes, you. In case you haven't noticed, Vincent, you are a large human being. Um, number three. Now, this is the big one right here. And this is the one that that's get, got me fired up and why I messaged you in the first place. Because um, I wanted to talk to you. Was You said, I'm calling it right now. This is going to be the best college football season we've ever seen. All right, talk about that. Like, what's the motivation? Like, you put that out into the world. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, uh, if you see the talent pool we're bringing in right now, it's crazy. It's off the chart. Uh, we haven't done. We have uh, the talent. The talent we we're bringing in right now hasn't been seen in a long time for this school. Um, and I, I, it's a really strong. It's a really strong environment that we're bringing in. We got a lot of star power. And we got a lot of dogs coming in. A lot of young dogs, but dogs willing to bite as well as bark. Uh, and plus, overall, just college football overall, like. I feel like this is gonna be the big one right here. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people who 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 the world has had their eyes on is about to is about to show, or we're about to show why why you've been waiting for us for so long. You know, we're about to we're about to give you what you want. And I think honestly, I I think I think we got this in the bag. I see. I think we got we <laughs> I we got a bowl game this year, guys. <laughs> I mean, we got a bowl game this year. You take you take Vincent. If you take this team bowling. You will be, you will be for, you'll never pay for another meal in the state of Nebraska. Again, <laughs> let me tell you, man. And, and if you show out in that bowl game, let me just, yeah, you, you may, 
you may never pay for anything ever again in the state of Nebraska. And with let, the NIL rules, you may not have to anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Let, I'm not let, even sure how that works. Listen, but, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I, I know for certain our first two games were smashing. All right. We're smashing. I mean, that's, yeah, well, so I'll tell you this. I'm going to be at the first two games. <laughs> um, Honky, who you met before the show, and I uh-huh. were actually making the trip out to Minnesota for that game. Okay. And then um, Colorado is in my backyard. I mean, it is, it's 45 minutes, for an hour away from my house. Um, a couple of the other guys with the show, they live in uh, Colorado as well. Um, Honky's coming out for the show. Um, I'm not sure if Redcast Boomer's coming out or not, but, um, you know, that's a big game for us to call it the CU game. And that's a huge rivalry. Mm-hmm. And I can send you some links to some like history on that too, because we did a show on that a couple of years ago when we played them. Um, you know, that's a big game. And, you know, regardless of who they have coaching there now, the history between CU and Nebraska is unbridled. And it is um, probably one of the most hated rivalries that Nebraska has had in a long time, at least um, from a standpoint in the 90s, I would say. You know, so, I mean, it's not it's not an Oklahoma and, or anything, or even today it even feels like Iowa. But, you know, the CU-Nebraska rivalry from the old like big eight big 12 days are you know there you, you don't see that much hatred between fan bases i'll say that generally mm. other fan bases we have respect for um i i don't think we have any respect for cu fans yeah um, no it's all over i'll, I'll put that it's out there in the Twitter. world so you know and honky <laughs> will probably cut that portion of the of the of the show and put it out onto twitter and you know everything so let's see what's next up here um you got ranked as a four star yesterday, right? Yeah. Like by by uh, on three, they ranked you as a four star as the 39th, um, was that the 39th overall recruit in Pitt in uh, Pennsylvania? Is that right? Uh, no, that's actually the the 39th overall um, at my position in the, in the nation. Position. Oh, in the nation, okay, and 70th um, in the country, or is that how does that work? Uh, I'm not things. even sure. I, I don't even all these rankings. I don't I don't know. Are, yeah, I don't know what the country the overall okay. country one is. Yeah, like I there's so many different ranking systems, but that's pretty cool to be a four star only playing one year out of high school. Um, you know, and, and talking to you, I, I know that you are humbled by that because I've I've talked to you quite a bit here now and over the last few days. And yeah, and and that's the truth. And it's that's awesome. You know, the Redcast says congrats on getting the four star. Thank um, you. But one of the interesting things, too, that I didn't realize until today, and um, a colleague of mine, Brady Oltman, who does who handles recruiting over at Hale Varsity, pointed out to me that we hadn't actually had any signees out of the state of Pennsylvania since 1999. And now we have two, right? We have you. Yeah, and, my boy and- Ramirez. Yeah, and your boy Ramir, and Ramir's over. He actually plays at one of your rival high schools, right? Didn't you talk about them a little trash about them? Didn't you beat them this year? Is that right? No, Ramir plays over at in Philly. He plays. Oh, okay, at okay. I plays thought maybe that was. I thought you had mentioned that you had played them or something, and maybe. No, I, no. Ramir plays at Emotep. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, maybe yeah, you had mentioned something else because I know that you had beaten a couple of your rivals this year, and that was kind of a big deal to you because you hadn't beaten them in quite a few in you know quite a long time. Um, but that's cool because you know obviously Coach Rule played at Penn State, right? 
and right. you know out of pennsylvania and so and then here's the next one because the, and the reason i bring that up is um right here you said go ahead and commit right now you already got family here boy and that's to zachary brown and he's a freshman at your high school but there's something more there right yeah uh that, that's my little cousin uh he's a dog but I, and i'm trying to tell him i'm like i'm like i really don't care what other offers you get you're coming here so so you're so you're trying to create a legacy already right oh yeah 100 percent like i'm about i'm about to create a landline like like your kids are going to end up playing at nebraska too right is that is that what i'm telling you about so we can so in like 20 years from now 30 years from now all that like yeah that's good that's good so um no that's gonna be that that's great i love that all right all right so the last one here i just want to see here do you see the similarities here? Because that's Redcast Honky, Honky, and that's Coach Rule, and you've met Coach Rule in person, and now you've talked to Honky. Uh, I mean, there's a similarity, right? Uh, it, it does look like a similarity. It does what they do. This just—he looks like the before, and Coach Rule looks like the after. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that means because actually um coach rule and I are the same age, right? I think we're the same age. I might I might actually be older than coach rule. Um so that means Honky's only a couple years younger than him. So I'm not I'm not quite sure what that means, but um no, that's hilarious. We so we've been making jokes about it all the time that that we should start doing like redcast like um appearances for, you know, like the coach rule look alike in Lincoln. So, cause I don't know anywhere else in the world that we'd actually get money for that, but um, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, that's awesome. The, did I miss anything? I, 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 you know, I feel like we've, we've talked quite a bit here. We've been going at it for 38 minutes and, you know, I mean, is there going to be, I know that somebody else had sent me a question and, and wanted to, to talk about it. Um, is there anything else like that, that you want to talk to about, um, Husker Nation about anything you want to tell them. I know that you formed a couple relationships already with like Riley Van Poppel, right? You guys met on your mm-hmm. recruiting weekend and mm-hmm. you guys talk every day now, right? Is that? Uh, we talk a lot. We talk frequently a lot. Not every day, you know, a lot. Of, we're still busy. Uh, we got a lot of school going on. So um, I formed a, I, and I also uh, have a good relationship with um, our new line, our, our linebacker uh, portal transfer from Florida, uh, okay. Chief. Okay. Yeah, that's that's my guy. I, I really he get he get, he gives me uh, a lot of good advice from time to time. Okay, and and you're studying the playbook and stuff already. Have they sent that to you or yeah, you are? No, not yet. Um, no, not yet. I've okay. just been working out. I've just okay. been doing the workout routines they've been sending me. Okay. And do you, do you have a relationship with coach white yet? How, how's that going? Because a lot of people I think would probably be surprised to find out. And when they do listen to this later, um, you know, that, that you hadn't actually met coach white or anything, even when he was coaching at Syracuse, right? Like you hadn't, yep. yep, You had zero relationship with him there, even through the recruiting process. So what about now? Are you guys, do you guys talk? Have you talked? Yes. uh, I have a good relationship with coach white. Um, I'm definitely eager to get under his defensive scheme. Um, I'm no stranger to a three a three man front. Uh, we ran it a lot during high school. So I I like it. So I'm definitely eager to get back to it. Um you know coach coach White is a, a very intelligent guy. He knows he knows what he's talking about. He knows his stuff. 
Um, I think he's he's going he's going to turn us into a fear a very fearsome defense. Um, he's going to make the black shirts uh, uh, one of the most feared defenses once again in the entire college football. Man, that's see that's the sort of Kool Aid stuff. Like you can pump that into my veins. Too. <laughs> I mean, and and you know that Kool Aid was was invented in Hastings, Nebraska. Right? <laughs> so when you talk about like Huskers and Kool Aid, you're you're talking about like actual Nebraska stuff going on right there. So, um, okay. My last question for you is when you were in Lincoln, have you had muchachos yet? Have you been there? No, I don't think so. Uh, okay. So next time you go back to Nebraska, you need to, and you're in Lincoln. I'll actually to, be there for the spring game. Okay. Oh, you will. Yeah. Oh man. Be, well, I would love to meet you in person. Cause I'm going to be there for the spring game too. Okay. I go every year. It's my, uh, it's my annual pilgrimage now. It'll be what three years in a row I think, <laughs> that that I've gone, um, and I'm really excited to see Coach Rules first spring game. Yeah, and you know I would I would love to meet you, um, and and just kind of you know just say hello if anything you know I mean I don't want to be all fanboy on you or anything, but muchachos, if you okay. want to get a brisket burrito, mm-hmm. all right, this thing's as big as your head. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. And it is seriously. And Nick over there, go in, say hi to him, introduce yourself. He is, he's the owner. Um, sir, I, I, I don't ever go to Lincoln without going to Machacho's at least once. And last time I went there twice. So okay. yeah, best, best, uh, best Nebraska. I'll call them Nebraska burritos. You won't find anything like it anywhere else. And the brisket burrito is bomb.com, you know? Well, I think I'd like to thank everyone for listening today. And, uh, you know, this is our first lunch cast of the off season. And I would say that I probably got the best guests that I'll probably have all year. So <laughs> thank you so much, Vincent, for coming on. No, I'm going to end the show. You me. can stick around afterwards for a second. And, uh, you know, we'd love to just chat with you for a little bit. And then, um, you know, if uh, you're listening to the show, and you have any additional questions for Vincent, you can find him on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter. <laughs> I should have made you put I'm it sorry. on your I, name. I here. should I should know this, but uh, I'm really bad. Oh, okay. My Twitter handle is Vincent Carroll Jackson. It's just my name. It's just your name, Vincent Carroll Jackson, at mm-hmm. Vincent Carroll Jackson. Follow him on Twitter. He's a great follow. He's super Kool-Aid guy. Everything he tweets is positive about the state. He's going to be the perfect Nebraska player. And with that, thank you for listening to the Go Big Redcast. Thank you. A Heard at Sports Network production.